It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday after a day off. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio, not being uh, preempted by Bats baseball today. Bats did win yesterday. They beat Iowa 3-2 to two on Education Day. A lot of yellow school buses showed up and uh, at Slugger Field yesterday, and the Bats gave the youngsters a win. They'll be back in action right here on the Big X tonight against Iowa. 6.05 pregame, 6.35 first pitch tonight. Nick Curran, Jim Kelch on the call for Bats Baseball right here on the Big X tonight. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450. Kentucky fan, if you, if you want to vent – because of the events of today, the M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450. If you want to rejoice because of the events of yesterday, you can do that as well on the M&M Cartage Hotline, 502-384-1450. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line and give me your opinion there, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Thornton's is the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts, Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Eventful 24 hours in Kentucky basketball. Uh, I'm going to get to the NBA. Great games last night again. Um, a legendary coach, and that is a that is a word we don't throw around a lot, but a legendary coach in college basketball surprisingly steps down yesterday. Wimbledon. I don't talk tennis. My, my buddy Randy tells me I need to talk more tennis. I said, no, I want listeners, so I don't talk tennis. But Wimbledon made a, a surprise announcement yesterday. We'll talk about that. The uh, NFL draft is a week away. It is next Thursday, round one. How many trades are going to happen? Does Baker Mayfield get dealt somewhere? Debo Samuel yesterday said he wants out of San Francisco. That's a big deal. I'll talk more about that. But we start with Kentucky basketball. By the way, Dominique Yates will join me in about 15 minutes. WLKY sports reporter uh, saw him last night and said, hey, come on the show. Tony Burke out today, had a doctor's appointment, so he couldn't make it in. So uh, Dominique Yates will join me. We'll talk L basketball. We'll talk about uh, all the goings-on at Kentucky. It started at 1.15 yesterday on SportsCenter. Oscar Shibway announced to the world that uh, God told him to come back to UK. I'm not making fun of Oscar. He is a very religious person who takes his faith very, very seriously. And if he believes God told him to come back to Kentucky, that's fine. I think $2 million in NIL, NIL deals may have helped God lure him back to Kentucky. But in any event, this is big news for UK. And I think it makes them a... Projected number one seed. Joe Lenardi's bracket yesterday, way too early bracketology bracket, had Kentucky as a one seed in the Louisville Regional. Remember, next year there's going to be a regional in Louisville at the Yum Center. And Joe Lenardi had Kentucky number one. Now, maybe he assumed or presumed that Oscar Shibway was going to come back. We got the news from Oscar himself, 115 on the ESPN Sports Center yesterday. He will be back for at least another year. I don't know how you improve upon the numbers that he did put up last season. 
Now, it's a disappointing finish. I get that. It's a very disappointing finish when you lose to St. Peter's as a two-seed against a 15-seed in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And the part of the reason you come to Kentucky is to contend for a national championship. But I got to be honest, if you're a Kentucky fan, you probably have to be honest as well. 2012 is getting pretty far into the rearview mirror. That's 10 years ago. Even 2015, the 38-0 team that got upset by Wisconsin in the Final Four, it is becoming a little more distant in that rearview mirror. And you get the feeling, at least I get the feeling, that Kentucky fans are starting to get a little impatient. So the news yesterday that Shibway is coming back was met with elation by Big Blue Nation. No rhyming pun intended. Oscar Shibway averaged 17.4 points per game last year, 15.1 rebounds per game. Uh, Throw in an assist a game, throw in uh, two steals, 1.8 steals per game, 1.6 block shots per game. He was great, and he his draft stock is not high. He is not projected as a first-round pick. He wants to be a lottery pick. He wants to win a national championship or at least get out of the first round. So I think other than God, there are other reasons Oscar Shibway comes back. Yes, he wants to win at Kentucky. Yes, he wants to be a lottery pick, but he also is going to take advantage of about $2 million, that's the estimate, in name, image, and likeness, profitability on his name, image, and likeness. He's going to make a lot of dough. He's going to make a lot of cash. And say what you want, Armando Baycott is coming back to North Carolina for the same reason. This is going to happen more and more often in the world of college basketball until there are regulations put in place that don't allow players to make more money than NBA players make. Because right now, that's where we're at. Remember Bryce Young, the quarterback at Alabama? He made more than Jalen Hurts, who started for the Philadelphia Eagles at quarterback last year. I mean, that's an incredible thing to think about. When NIL became a thing, nobody really said, is there going to be a limit? How much can these guys make? Oh, well, people aren't going to go overboard. Yes, they are going to go overboard. At places like Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, they are going to go overboard. UCLA, Indiana, Louisville, they're going to go overboard. It's the way it is. And there are no regulations. And I said this two weeks ago. It is hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's hard to get the cows back in the barn once they're out. This thing is out, and it's out big time. And kids are going to make a lot of money. In some cases, kids are going to make more money than their coaches make. We never saw that coming. How do you regulate it? How do you stop it from happening? Maybe college basketball doesn't want it to stop happening because they do need stars in college hoops. They don't need all of their players heading to the pros. And the, and the 
talent pool diluted, and all of a sudden you're watching college basketball, it's not a good game to watch. It's not. And I've said this over and over. I watch the NBA all the time, and the playoffs are great. A mediocre NBA game, to me, is much more entertaining to watch than a mediocre college basketball game. It just is. Why? Because the best players in college basketball are already gone. They're leaving. And you're going to get, once the new rule changes after this year's draft, you're going to get guys going straight from college, from high school to the pros again. So Oscar Shibway is coming back. And that's big news for Kentucky. It makes them an automatic contender for the SEC title. It makes them a probable number one seed in all the preseason predictions. It makes them a a contender, at least before the season starts, to get to the Final Four. Then the bad news came today. About 23 hours later, 22 and a half hours later, Shaden Sharp is never going to play at Kentucky. He's gone. He is going to keep his name in the NBA draft. Apparently, he graduated in May of 2021. We're finding this out today, which means he is eligible to be drafted in the NBA. Never going to play one minute at Kentucky. Now, I don't know if John Calipari was along for this ride and knew this the entire time or if he was duped by the Sharp family and the Sharp hangers-on into believing that he actually was going to come back and play next season. Either way, this doesn't look good for John Calipari. This is not a good look for the head coach. Because as we mentioned on this program many times, he could have played this season. You had injuries to Severe Wheeler, to Kellen Grady, to Ty Ty Washington. And when you did play St. Peter's, Grady had plantar fasciitis. Washington wasn't completely healed from his injury. And Severe Wheeler probably still seeing stars from a couple of midseason concussions. Shaden Sharp was talked about as being a great practice player, a, a tough handle in practice. He warmed up before games, put on a little bit of a dunk show before every game in the last couple of weeks of the season. But John Calipari steadfastly said he and the family of Shaden Sharp agreed Sharp would not play this season, this past season. And I kept questioning, why not? If he's as good as everybody says he is in practice and he's ready to play, what's the downside of him playing? Because there was no guarantee that he was going to come back next season. Now there is a guarantee that he's not going to come back next season. Kentucky fan feels duped. I don't know if Calipari was duped or if he was a duper, but fans are starting to get fed up. And 2012 is deep in the rearview mirror. It's deep there. Final fours are great. Final fours are great. It is my opinion, as I've stated numerous times, the goal every season should be to get to the Final Four. Anything that happens after that is gravy. It's icing on the cake. It's gravy on the cake, right? It's icing on the mashed potato. I don't know, something like that. 
anything that happens once you get to the Final Four is just icing. The goal should always be Final Four because things happen in the in the national semifinals and the national championship game that are unexplainable, right? Carolina gets beat by the three-point shot by Villanova, and I'll get to Villanova shortly. The three-point shot by Villanova, if it doesn't go in, Carolina's national champion. Butler-Duke, Gordon Hayward's half-court heave is in and out, or Butler's the national champion. We go back to 1983 in the year of our Lord, where Sidney Lowe's jump shot comes up short, Lorenzo Charles puts it in, and Jim Valvano is a national champion because of that series of events that happens in a national championship game. That should never happen. Things, crazy things happen in the Final Four. So the goal should always be get to Final Fours, and John Calipari gets to Final Fours. He does. He hasn't in the last few years, but he's gotten to plenty of Final Fours since he's been at Kentucky in his 11 years at the helm. Gotten to plenty of Final Fours. But fan base, fan bases are fickle. And the U.K. fan base is as fickle as it gets and as judgmental as it gets. They are angry right now. The series of events that should have happened was Sharp yesterday saying that he was going to stay in the draft and Shibway today saying he was going to come back for another season. Because you always want the good news second, right? You take the bad news, you fume about it for a day, you're upset, oh my gosh, how did Shaden Sharp dupe us? And then all of a sudden, you're lifted up again because Oscar Shibway's coming back, and you forget Shaden Sharp. You, you start wondering, okay, who are we going to get with Oscar? Toppin's probably going to take his name out of the draft and come back. Um... You know, you got Severe Wheeler coming back. C.J. Frederick, he, he was shooting the other day. He's going to be ready to play. You got a couple of freshmen, Kaysom Wallace, a couple of freshmen coming in here. All right, we're going to be fine. But Kentucky did it backwards. The Sheboy announcement was before the Sharp announcement. So now the fans are upset again, and they're going to stay upset until you get another announcement. It would not surprise me if the Cats signed a transfer portal guy today or tomorrow. Or uh, got a commitment from a transfer portal guy. Maybe the kid from Illinois State. Because you got to get this sharp news out of the cycle. You got to get it out of the news cycle. Because the fans are angry. But the big news, Oscar Shibway's coming back. It could have been a horrible week. It's a bad enough week with the sharp news because Kentucky fan feels duped. They feel like this kid took advantage of a nice car, getting to practice with uh, some great players, getting all the treatment that a U.K. basketball student-athlete gets, and now he's never going to play. Habadu Diallo came back and played. He was in the same situation. Got here in January, didn't play, said he was coming back, and he came back. And Kentucky fan believed that was going to happen again here. It doesn't, and they're unhappy. And they're unhappy with their coach. Because you could have played him. You could have played him. Maybe you beat St. Peter's if you play Shaden Sharp, and then you beat Murray State. 
And then you go on and, and you get to the Elite Eight like St. Peter's did. And maybe you beat North Carolina. We'll never know. I will take a break. Jay Wright uh, retires at Villanova. We'll talk about that. NBA playoffs were great again last night. And Dominique Yates from WLKY Channel 32. On the other side of the break, you're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline still open, 384-1450. The Thornton's text line open, 414-1450. Don't forget the Big X golf cards are ready. The guard features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, and Santa Claus, Indiana. You play these great courses under $25 a round, cart included, with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf cart. Supplies limited. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457 to play those five courses under $25 a round with cart included. Just go to BigXSportsRadio.com. Get yours today. Supply is limited. I will get to the NBA playoffs. Uh, the Bulls finally beat the Bucks for the first time this season. Celtics-Nets was a great game. Sixers-Raptors was even better. We got three more tonight. I'll get to all that. Why the low scoring in uh, Major League Baseball so far this year? I've got a theory. I've got a theory. It's not just bad, bad, bad uh, guys not hitting the ball. It might be the ball. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline, bring in Dominique Yates from WLKY32. How are you today, Dom? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Good to see you last night, my friend. Um, Oscar Shibway coming back, but now Shaden Sharp is gone. Which is the bigger news here? For me, I think it's Oscar coming back because you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. Uh, with Sharp not even playing last year, it, you know, it doesn't really affect in terms of how obviously has to get better on the defensive end. But again, he's going to be under a different defensive philosophy, not the pack line. And he will still have that freedom on offense to work on his post moves and get in a little bit better shape. Uh, because uh, Kenny Payne mentioned uh, he went through some workouts and about halfway through, <laughs> he was on those hands and knees and <laughs> couldn't finish the workout. So I'm curious to see Curry when his body will change even more and he'll be under a different philosophy. Saw him at the Kentucky Louisville baseball game, uh, interacting with fans, him as well as L. Ellis and Mike James. And those guys seem excited and on board with this new Louisville basketball and this culture. But I think Curry was your number one piece to bring back so you can build around him. And Ellis was just another great addition uh, in terms of coming back because uh, you saw some great uh, glimpses from him as well, but I definitely believe Curry is number one because of what you were able to watch him uh, towards the end of the year. Talking to Dominique Yates from WLKY. Louisville fan had about a week and a half to just have have just a, a great feeling, of, and then the whole Tom Jurich thing comes up again, and now the fan base uh, kind of split. You've got I said this to Rick Bozich the other day. You got three three factions here. You got the fans that want Tom Jurich back. You got the ones that don't want Tom Jurich back. And then you got the ones that want anybody else but Tom Jurich back. So does Tom Jurich even get an interview here? Is Louisville, I don't want to say dumb enough, but do they want that headache to even have to interview Tom Jurich? <laughs> you never know with Louisville. No, isn't that John, the truth? But I will say, you know, this is just, this isn't speculation. This is just me talking. 
I think you just said it best. For everything that Louisville has gone through, the question has to be, do you want to deal with the divide again? Yeah. Because it seems like this is the first time in a long time everyone in the Louisville fan base is together. Like, everyone's excited about Kenny Payne and what he's doing with the staff and the culture right now. Everyone's excited that Jeff Walsh has a contract extension, that Danny Boom Kelly coming off the Final Four in volleyball has an extension. Dan McDonald with baseball is happy. Holly April with softball. So it just seems like everyone's in a good groove and in a good mood as well. And I just don't know if you want to bring in a guy in Tom George that the fan base will go back and forth and bickering with each other. Yeah. Uh, who knows what the coaches will believe because obviously Kenny Payne is like, Josh Hurd, here's the boss. You know, you've seen him on video saying that. So not sure if that's the route you want to go if you're Louisville to, again, add that tension. But there obviously is no denying Tom Jurge has was one of the great athletic directors. Uh, but obviously it believes that he ruffled a lot of feathers along the way. So not sure if you want to do that. My personal opinion, it seems like it would make sense for Josh Hurd to get the job because of bringing in Kenny Payne and uh, all the other moves that he's made. And obviously didn't forget Scott Satterfield. He seems happy. Uh, with Hurt as well. So it seems like things are just in a good place right now with L, and there's some momentum and confidence. So not sure if that's the route you could go, but again, who knows what Louisville is talking about right now because uh, you never know. L is a gift that keeps on giving. Dominic, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your time as always. Uh, we'll we'll uh, catch up soon and uh, continued success. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, my friend. Talk to you soon. Dominique Yates, WLKY Sports Anchor, Sports Reporter. A couple things there. Uh, Justin Perez, who um, it was reported, uh, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus here, but it was reported that he got the director of basketball operations job. Well, I was told last night, uh, my source told me last night, that that is not the title that he is uh, ultimately going to have. He is going to be working with um, – with these players on NIL and and um, opportunities to 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 make some NIL money and and um, you know he, he's going to be just one of those guys on staff, not a coach, but on staff to help uh, the recruits to help recruiting out a little bit and uh, you know teach these guys the ways of the business world a little bit. And you're going to see somebody else named director of basketball operations. That's what I was told last night from a source that I believe. And I was also told the whole Tom Jurich thing, You got what you have to understand is that Tom Jurich wielded a lot of power while he was at the University of Louisville. He hired Charlie Strong. He hired um, Rick Pitino. He hired Bobby Petrino one, which was a success. Uh, the campus looks completely different with all of the athletic venues that were built under Tom Jurich's watch, and he had a lot of power. He had power to, to uh, you know, make it difficult on media members. That was part of his power. There's no doubt about that. If, uh, if a, a guy like me or another show wanted to have a Louisville coach or a Louisville athlete on their show, it, Tom Jurich was a yes or no guy. It, if he didn't like you, there is no way you were going to get any help from the University of Louisville to help out your show with guests 
or promotions or anything like that. He would not have that power now, is what I was told. He would not have that power. So just a couple of things to keep in mind uh, on the Tom Jurich front. I still don't believe at this point that he will either even get an interview from – he will even get a look from a search firm regardless of what all of these boosters – and listen, money talks. I understand it. And a lot of boosters out there, a lot of people with their names on stadiums and things um, are in the Tom Jurich um, we want him back bandwagon here, but I still don't think Louisville's going to give him an interview. But we shall see, as we say. I right, we'll take a break. Uh, I want to talk some NBA playoffs and baseball. Why is the ball not flying out this year? We'll talk about that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports. Final segment. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. Eminem Cartage hotline open three eight four fourteen fifty to join in on the conversation. Thorne's text line open as well. Get your last-minute text into the show at 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Don't forget the Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You play these great courses for under $25 a round. With the 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Again, you can play Chariot Run, Old Capital, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, under $25 a round, cart included. Supply is limited. Get yours today. I was supposed to play today at 245 at Valley View. But uh, I don't know if, if I'm a duck or not. I don't think I'm a duck. Uh, it was drizzling when I came in. It rained overnight. Three words, my least favorite words on the golf course, golf course are cart path only. You know, if I hit a ball, and usually I hit it a, well away from the cart path, Whether if the cart path's on the right, I'll be in the left rough. If the cart path is on the left, I'll be in the right trees. Um, yeah, I don't like cart path only. So probably not going to play today. But that shouldn't stop you from getting your Big X Sports Radio golf card for the season. All right, some news and notes. Uh, Wimbledon announced yesterday that the any Russians or Belarus natives are not going to be playing at the championships at the All England Lawn and Tennis Club this year. Um, it's an interesting political and economic move by Wimbledon. Wimbledon is kind of like the Masters, they don't care what you think. They don't care. You know, Augusta, They if if, if sponsors don't want to sponsor Augusta, they'll, they'll put the tournament on television with no, uh, no commercials. They don't care. Wimbledon's kind of the same way. We're Wimbledon. We can do whatever we want. Um, but, you know, interesting move here. And I, we'll see if any other sports – uh, major sports uh, authorities decide to do the same thing. Very interesting. NFL draft is a week away. Round one is next Thursday. Debo Samuel, the uh, all-everything for the San Francisco 49ers, asked for a trade yesterday. That's an interesting time to ask for a trade because with the draft coming up, that's when you say, hey, get me out of here. Get yourself an, a, a top three draft pick. I'm worth that. And there are – Probably out of 30 
two teams, there are probably 30 that would love to have Debo Samuel. Uh, do the 49ers trade him? I mean, you get one more year out of him. If you if uh, he doesn't sign an extension, then maybe you can franchise tag him for a year. I'm not trading somebody that talented. He runs the ball out of the backfield. He catches the ball from the wide receiver position, from the slot position. He can return kicks if you want him to. He is, you know, maybe the best all-around athlete in the National Football League. But it's very interesting. We'll see what happens this week with Debo Samuel, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I'm sure the Browns would love to unload Baker Mayfield. I don't know if Carolina is a possible destination. Maybe Seattle. But Baker Mayfield's not making any friends. Sometimes you should just keep your mouth shut. And to go on a podcast and complain and, you know, the fans booing me, that's not helping. That doesn't help you. Uh, I saw yesterday where Pierce Clarkson, the uh, quarterback from California, University of Louisville commit uh, for 2023, got an offer from Texas A&M. Now, I say this way too many times on this show. There are a lot of shows that are all about who is going to commit, who's coming to play for us in a couple of years, uh, recruiting information. I'm not that show because – I don't care when a guy commits. Couldn't care less. When does he sign his national letter of intent? That's what I want to know. And my source last night told me not to pay any attention to this Texas A&M thing, that Pierce Clarkson and his family are all on board at Louisville. That's great. That's great. And if a Louisville fan, you love to hear it. Texas A&M is still Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher is going to take advantage of NIL. Schools in Texas, like the Longhorns, like the Aggies, are going to take advantage of NIL in a big way. And if Texas A&M really wants Pierce Clarkson to be their quarterback, it is going to be very difficult for Louisville to hang on to him. Even based on what my source told me last night, which was great to hear, Texas A&M comes calling. Jimbo Fisher comes calling. You are going to listen. You can make a lot of money NIL at Louisville. You can make a lot more NIL money at Texas A&M. And that's just, that's just economics. So just keep an eye on it. All right, Major League Baseball had 16 games yesterday. Five of those games ended in shutouts. Four other games, the losing team had one run. That's nine out of 16 games. More than half the games, the losing team scored one run or less. The most runs scored yesterday by a losing team in 16 games was six. That was one game. The rest of the fifth, the other 15 games, the losing team scored three runs or fewer. Why are there so many runs not being scored in Major League Baseball this year? This is something that, uh, as an addicted gambler, I keep track of. I'm not an addicted gambler. But this is something that I keep track of. Over-unders in baseball game, unders are winning at about a 70% clip. That's a big margin if you're in Vegas. That's a huge margin. There was uh, the first Saturday of the Major League Baseball season, over-unders in 
15 games, 14 of them went under. 14 out of 15 went under. Yesterday, there were four or five, I can't remember the exact number, games that went over out of 16 games. It was a doubleheader in, Cle- in uh, Cleveland. Now, the Major League Baseball has put a humidor in every ballpark. And the balls are put in the humidor for two weeks before they're allowed to be used. I saw John Carlos Stanton hit a ball, and you might have, have uh, saw it made fun of because John Sterling, the uh, 80-year-old announcer for the Yankees, got excited. He hit it to left field. John Sterling thought it was gone. I thought it was gone watching the game when he hit it. And it was caught just shy of the warning track. Didn't even make the warning track. The balls are not traveling. And I think there is not a uh, – this is not a coincidence. This is a, a – uh, this is a fact that this, these humidors are taking a little juice out of these baseballs. Because I've seen a couple of balls hit that I thought, no way they're coming back, and they stayed in the ballpark. And it wasn't wind – and it wasn't cold weather. They just didn't travel. The balls just are not traveling. And if you want to make a little money right now, under in baseball games, you're going to win more than you're going to lose. Now, Vegas will adjust. They always do. But right now, teams just aren't scoring runs. Reds lost again. Uh, They won't lose today. They don't play. So that's a break. All right, uh, Boston beat Brooklyn last night, 114-107. The uh, Nets led it by 17. The Celtics took their first lead with uh, under eight minutes to go in the game. Seven in double figures. They were great defensively. Kevin Durant struggled again, 27 points, but he was 4 of 17 from the field. 0 for 10 in the second half. Kyrie Irving, who flipped off the fans uh, two nights ago, 10 points, 8 rebounds. He was 4 of 13 from the field. The Celtics take a 2-0 lead in that best-of-seven series. Game 3 is Saturday, uh, Saturday night on ESPN. Philadelphia took a 3-0 lead over Toronto with a 104-101 overtime road victory. Toronto led by 17. So the key last night was don't get a 17-point lead. You're going to lose. Philadelphia got their first lead in overtime. Joel Embiid hit a three-pointer with... Eight-tenths of a second left in overtime uh, for the winner. He had 33 points, 13 rebounds. Tyrese Maxey, James Harden added 19 apiece for Philadelphia. They are on the brink. Uh, They can finish the uh, Raptors off Saturday at 2 on TNT. And Chicago beat Milwaukee 114-110 to even that series at one game apiece. The big news there, uh, uh, Middleton – Went down with a uh, knee injury. He's uh, getting it evaluated today. But, uh, you know, if he's not available, that makes it a lot more difficult for Milwaukee because it's Giannis and it's uh, Middleton. And if Middleton can't play, it's like Luka in, in Dallas. Who's the number two? He doesn't really have one. Giannis needs a number two guy. And if Chris Middleton's not there, he doesn't have it. Giannis had 33 points, 18 rebounds, 9 assists. It wasn't enough. DeMar DeRozan, 41 for the Bulls. Uh, Zach Levine had 20. And the Bulls win for the first time in six tries this season against Milwaukee. They even that series. They'll head back to Chicago for an 8-30 game Friday night on ABC. Uh, Late game on 
what is today? Thursday. The late game on Tuesday. New Orleans beat Phoenix. Devin Booker goes out with a hamstring injury. He's going to miss the next two games in New Orleans, at least the next two games. New Orleans won the game, tied it at a game apiece, tied the series at a game apiece. This is all of a sudden scary now for the number one seed, best record in the West, the Phoenix Suns. Because Devin Booker out, that's huge. Still got Chris Paul. You still got uh, Bridges. You still got DeAndre Ayton. So you've got enough guys to maybe get through this series, but you you lose a lot of points, a lot of assists, and a lot of minutes with Devin Booker out. Um, tonight I'm going to give you Memphis minus the one and a half on the road at Minnesota. I'm going to give you Utah minus the seven at home against Dallas, even though Luka may play. And I'm going to give you Golden State minus the two at Denver to take a 3-0 lead. Give the points tonight in the NBA. Thanks to Dominique Gates for uh, joining me today from WOKY. Don't forget Bats Baseball tonight right here on the Big X. 6.05 pregame, 6.35 first pitch. The Bats take on the Iowa Cubs. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.